This is Hope FM. Well, as you know, uh, home care, looking after uh, not just elderly folk, but but anybody really who needs care is a, is a great challenge. And I'm delighted to be joined by, by Moses. Tell us a wee bit about her class care. Now, you spelt this class care with a K, so it's a K-L-A-S-S. How did it? How did it all come into uh, into being? Class care came into into being um, during my time uh, in hospital. I went through uh, a lot of operations. Lived in Bournemouth Hospital for eighteen months. Uh, went in for a kidney um, surgery. Uh, had so much infections and ended up staying there for a very long period of time. And during my time in, at the hospital. I receive a lot of good care, and I also receive a lot of, I wouldn't say bad care, but average care, which I would say substandard. Um, different people have different ways of um, caring for, for people. Um, hence, um, uh, I decided to start, um, use my experience, which I received from hospital during my time of illness, um, to help um, provide what I call um, a higher standard and better quality of care to our elderly and seniors. Yeah, and of course it is It is a bit like a minefield out there, isn't it, when it comes to care? And I guess it's a big challenge as well because when a family maybe faces, you know, the challenge of, of needing to, to source care for their loved one, of course, uh, where where did they go? It is... It, it, the first thing they do is they start looking online or trying to get recommendation, um, start looking at a budget and how which care and how much care involve, um, start looking for direction. And sometimes it's a minefield, um, but it is important before um, they begin to look into that to um, take somebody on or a company on to make sure that um, the company they're taking actually not only tick the boxes of what the CQC said we should do, but actually uh, doing it individually tailored and working from from the heart and prov- providing that care, um, the, treating the clients and uh, and uh, uh, our seniors as exactly how they should be treated themselves. Now, of course, in order to set up, you know, uh, a care agency, you know, you have to go through several hoops because it's very, very tightly regulated. You mentioned the Care Quality Commission there and so on. Did did, did you find it a, a, a tough road to get started? Yes, it is. And it should be so because of uh, the, the lives and of people involved. Um, secrecy made it very, very clear. It has to be a tightrope and you have to go through the rigorous ways and challenges from CQC and make sure that is in place before you get started. Now, of course, one of the things that you need are excellent staff, and you brought Victoria with you, and she's your registered care manager. Good morning, Victoria. Good morning, Blair. Now, you, you have a bit of a story yourself. When, what, what was it that took you into the whole field of care? Of all the things you could have done in life, why why care? Well, I think it's basically, I've, I've been an insulin-dependent diabetic since I was three years old, so I don't remember anything else. Um, so that meant, particularly when I was younger, when I couldn't look after myself, I relied on my parents, um, other family members like my nan and granddad to actually look after me. They did my injections. They tested my blood sugar. They kind of brought me round when my blood sugar went low, um, which can actually be quite dangerous. So I know what it feels like to be very vulnerable 
and feel like you know you can't help yourself so therefore I know what that feeling's like and I think that's given me really good compassion and understanding for looking after other people and I've always even when I was a child I was always trying to look after other people look after animals looking after looking after anyone helping strangers in the street I think that also comes from sort of my grandparents Christian background they sort of taught me that you know being being the good Samaritan is probably a, a good name for me and sort of as soon as I turned 18 I started volunteering I worked with some like young adults with learning disabilities and then I've just gradually moved forward my parents actually started their own business very similar to Moses's one and I sort of helped them build the business and I learned so much from them you know I wasn't officially anything important then but obviously every I was a carer I did the on call I helped out with the admin so I got a really good understanding of that and I always wanted to sort of have my own care business so that like Moses's mission is to make sure we provide high quality care and I've worked for quite a few different companies and a lot of them kind of provide the basics they tick the boxes but they don't go above and beyond and you know our, our motto at class care is high quality care for you every day we're making the attempt to go the extra mile we don't just do this occasionally this is you know when we employ people we ask them how are you going to do this so it's a really mm -hmm. nice feeling and I get a really nice feeling when I'm helping other people so well, well Moses on. obviously you you needed a, a quality manager you know in, in order to ensure that the the standard of the care that was being delivered was was was, was of a high standard how, how did you find Victoria we, yeah, thank you Blair we've went through a few managers and um, before we uh, advertised and went through um, an agency um, and one of the things I outlined with agency is don't just give me anyone give me somebody with experience and somebody with a story behind it um, that understand the care because everybody comes in to say we can deliver the care um, but until you You've been in a position whereby care is important. You know how to filter that down to your staff. Um, so, hence, um, we went through so many lists, and Victoria, Lee, uh, Victoria story came parallel to what I was looking for. And the, we had, I believe, three interviews. And within that, those interviews, she, she did very well and scored not just the point, but the story and her journey with the previous. Um, care she's delivered um, came to the decision that uh, uh, I made to, to bring on board. This is Hope FM. Victoria, if I can come to you as a, as a care manager, what are the, the, the really essential key elements that, that you need to have whenever you're, you're caring, particularly for the elderly? Okay, well, obviously, primarily it's the we follow the CQC regulations. Um, and that's the Care Quality Commission, isn't yeah, it? The, the Care Quality yeah, Commission, yeah, yeah. so they have a Basically, it's a list of rules that we have to follow that have been put in place to make sure there's a standard of care. So, unfortunately, because of when we started, we haven't actually been rated yet. And lots of managers really fear, um, like the inspections from the CQC. But I actually want them to come and inspect us because I want us to have the outstanding label because I'm confident that's the kind of care that Absolutely. we provide. Um, and the key to this is that... You know, like I said, I've worked in quite a lot of different care companies. Some of them will go in, they'll do the basic jobs, they get paid for the work and they go home. It's about ticking the boxes, not necessarily 
going above and beyond and providing that high quality of care. So we are incredibly person-centred. We talk to our clients. I talk to them regularly. Most of them I speak to them on a weekly basis just to find out if they've just basically to make sure we don't get any complaints. It's to find those little niggles about, right, what, what has somebody done that's like annoyed you or you weren't too happy about? And we get to those straight away and make sure constantly reviewing to make sure that they're happy with the service they provide asking if they need anything extra i mean one of our ladies will not quite often but fairly often fairly recently she's had a couple of hospital appointments and she just rung up and said oh is there any chance one of you can take me to the hospital i'm like of course we'll we'll organize that for you straight away and we also when we talk to them we ask them like which carers they they prefer so we you know with the rotor system we've actually got ways of flagging which carers they prefer or if they've said or oh, don't particularly want that one coming in so we make sure they're getting the so you're matching people to people yes. yeah we're making sure they're getting the kind of people that they get on with because it's not just going in helping someone to have a wash and making them breakfast we're also particularly in the with COVID-19 uh, where restri- you know visitors have been restricted they're not really seeing that many other people so they need someone that they like coming in and someone you know that, that they get on with so we're making sure that that companionship element is is part of all of our visits. Now the, the range of care that you're providing of course because you're, you're not running a care home you're, you're coming into people's <coughs> homes so I suppose it can be a, a, a small maybe a couple of hours a day to something a, a great deal more you know so you mentioned shopping cleaning yeah. uh, obviously helping people you know with, with their, their personal care and so on uh, quite a broad range of care that you're delivering. De- definitely. I mean, one of our ladies, not not now, we've stopped now because it's a bit cold, but we used to take her out for a couple of hours each week because, you know, she'd been shut in her house since the start of lockdown back in March. So we, over the summer, she quite often went down to the beach or had fish and chips. And that was just a little bit of sunshine com- coming into her life. And it was mm. uh, something we discussed with her and her, her daughter to get that put in place. And Moses, coming to you, because I mean, obviously all this started because you had a bad experience of, of care being delivered. Now, I, I know you are you going to answer this, but, but now knowing what you know about class care, would you go to them if you need it looked after again? Absolutely, absolutely, go to them. Um, it, it's important for us to, to say that providing care is not just sending people into their homes, do the basics and say goodbye and walk out or just sign the timesheet. It is actually having the, the right training in place, the right experience in place, the right staff in place, and paying people right. Um, we're one of the highest paid, proud to say, if not the highest paid in Bournemouth and Poole, paying our staff. Which is, great, which is great, actually, because care workers are generally very poorly paid, aren't they? Absolutely. Um, very poorly paid. And it doesn't match. So we pay right because we need to attract the right staff to look after our clients. Now, in terms of what the client pays, I, I think, w- would it be true to say, Victoria, that you're not you're not the cheapest on the market, but on the other hand, I guess if people were, were getting a cheap service, they may not be getting a... A reliable, good service. Where would you place yourselves in, in the sort of pricing market? I, I would say we're we're middle of the road. We're not the cheapest, um, but we're not the most expensive. But they definitely say you get what you pay for, and with mm. us, you get high quality. So now I, I asked Moses there what he would say because he owns the company, doesn't mm. he? So he is going to say about class care. But if I were right now uh, to go to one of your clients, or more than one of your clients, the people that you've been working with, uh, what, what would they be saying to me? And what what are they saying to you about the care that you're delivering to for them? 
well, they they all tell me they're they're very happy. They don't want anything changed. Um, they're more than happy with you know everything that that we provide. And I I actually go and my specific questions are. Have you got anything to complain about? Is there anything that's annoying you? Is there anything we can do better? And they're always like, I can't think of anything. If I do, I'll come back to you. And I haven't had any emails or text messages or, or phone calls coming back with that. And, of course, you've had lots of challenges with with COVID, haven't you, Moses? Yes. If I may add to a Victoria question, um, we, as management team, visit all our clients once a month. The supervisors there almost two weekly, but Victoria, the management team, visits the, all our clients once a month. We don't wait for the six-monthly review. We don't wait till when things go wrong before we speak to our clients, and our clients can call us at any time um, should they need anything. So, so yes, so we, we go above and beyond to make sure that the service they pay for is absolutely outstanding. Well, the most important thing is, obviously, people have heard this brief interview. They may want to ha- have a further chat with you. Loads of questions. People actually sourcing care often have loads of questions, don't they? How, how they, can they best get in contact with you? Uh, they can call us on 01202 795 793 or go to uh, 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 or email us uh, at classcare, uh, with a K. Um, they could search for us www.classcare.co.uk. And it's very important. Remember that that class is spelt with a K, so it's K L A S. Correct. Yeah, excellent. Yes. And you've got a website as well, haven't you? We have, yes. But so I suppose that the best thing to do is just Google class with a K. Say, if you K. Google class care, it will bring up our website, our Facebook page, our next door page, all of our different social media sites as well. There's lots of different places you can get information (laughs) about us. Fantastic. This is Hope FM.